Episodenschauter uh, Translation, welcome ladies and gentlemen to episode 73 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for morons. My name is Benjamin C. Cholak. I am the king of Princeton University uh, and grand duchess of philosophy. And sitting across from me is, who's this? Oh my, 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 my. My, my. Uh, my name's Pat Dean. Uh, speaking of morons, uh, what you know what's <laughs> weird? First of all, uh, I'm always impressed by your knowledge of language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know how to say all that. <laughs> well, I didn't say anything. It was just gibberish. It sounded real. <laughs> I don't know if it did. It, it sounded pretty bad. I, I was know. trying my best at saying at saying episode 73 in German. Yeah. And I thought I could do it, and then halfway through, I realized I didn't know what the word episode was in German. Yeah. And I didn't know how to say 73 in German. Huh. And I didn't know how to say philosophy in German. That's a lot of things <laughs> you don't so know how to say. I realized I didn't know how to say it at all in German. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But this is going to be a very German-heavy episode. They always are. Yeah. This well, The past few have been. Yeah, for sure. What are we learning about today? This is going to be the most German episode, probably. <sighs> what a terrible day. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I show up, right? <laughs> Walking yeah. back, or rather driving back. Mm-hmm. From ye old coffee shop down yeah. the road, Thunderbird Batch Kulachis. Oh, that place! I that go place there. is dope. Yeah, I I go there because I never run into anyone I know. Every time I go to Thunderbird Coffee, I run into someone I don't want to talk to. Oh, okay. And when that I makes go sense. when I go to Batch, I don't. Yeah, it's a secret. Nestle like, the this way is on... my place, Batch. Yeah, I discovered it as uh, the protector of Main Road, as uh-huh. you know, is a self given title that I've earned. Uh, by giving it to myself. You didn't earn it. <laughs> yeah. No, I did. I <laughs> protect I protect the things. street. You don't know what I do. <laughs> I do know what you do. You've told us several times. Yeah. You I walk have a around. Stick. Yeah. If someone's not from around here, quote unquote, yeah. you hit them with a stick. Yeah. And then well, first someone, of all, and then I, someone I, has to go and then someone has to be like, hey, actually that guy does live here. And then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I apologize and I move on. I mean, you know, things happen. When you're the protector of Mainer Road, dude, things happen to you. So as part of my duties as I was patrolling it, <laughs> what <does> I, that mean? <laughs> I found uh, Batch Kolaches, so shout out uh-huh. to them. I go there all the time. <laughs> Don't say it, Kolaches. How do you say it? Kolaches. Kolaches sounds better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You just made up ten words in a foreign it's not, language. Yeah, but when you say it, when you say... <laughs> <laughs> when you say batch colaches, sounds it cool. Sounds, it sounds like it's a Spanish word that, like, all of a sudden you're woke enough to pronounce correctly. Yeah, but it's not a Spanish word. It's fucking no. d- Czech or something. It's something weird. Yeah. Yeah. So just call it a kolache. It's just uh, it's just other white people made it, so you can disrespect it. It's fine. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's good to know, I guess. Kolache. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I come back from this coffee extravaganza uh-huh. at uh, batch kolaches. 
It's an extravaganza. <laughs> it's an extravaganza, man. I drank uh, some cold brew coffee. I, I typed for a while. Yeah. It was. It's a whole scene happening there. Okay. Uh, I come back. <laughs> To record this fucking podcast with Ben. Yeah, which we haven't done in like fucking four months. So, yeah, so we, uh. So the holidays fucked us up. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Pretty we, much. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's all and it is. That's about it. But so we banked like five episodes or yeah. a lot. And then, like, <clears throat> yeah, we haven't done this in so long. I hope I remember how to do it. Yeah, oh, you don't have to worry about a goddamn thing because you don't do anything anyway. Yeah, I guess I don't. Um, so I come to the, yeah. my apartment, right? Yeah. Cuck Nation Studios. Cuck Nation Studios. Open the door. It slams into my goddamn roommate who then yells at me for- Yeah, Vic? Yeah, for having the audacity to open the door. Yeah, and the pla- what did you call it? The place that you pay to live. I Yeah, I said I opened a door in a place I pay to live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First of all, doors are meant for two oh. things. To open them and then immediately close them. You don't yeah. want to let the world in. Yeah. So I. <laughs> sometimes I'm just sitting here, mm-hmm. and she walks in and looks at me and she goes, "Ah." Yeah. And she's like, "You gotta stop doing that." I'm like, "I'm just sitting here." <laughs> really? I'm literally. Yeah. I'm just standing still. I'm not Are you moving. standing though? Because if well, you're no, standing, that's weird. Well, sometimes I'm standing, but sometimes I sit. Okay, you, when well, you're standing, that's weird. You shouldn't do that's that. That's how I walk. I walk standing up. I know that's strange to you, but that's how I fucking walk. Okay, but then you're walking. You're not standing. Sometimes I stop moving and I'm, I'm looking at something. Why are you? Why? Okay, so then why? Maybe did I you want to admire moving? one of these posters on the wall. Yeah, so you shouldn't I'm do that. Sitting there admiring it, and then old... you're not sitting there admiring it though. You're standing and admiring, which is odd. Yeah, and I'm off-putting. In the, again, the apartment. That I pay money for. I go to work, okay, to fucking afford this extravagance. I don't care. I don't care about this weird, this this bizarre drama that plays out. It's very Cuck bizarre. I don't really understand it. I don't get how I can be in trouble for um, you know, yeah, standing. But I guess <laughs> I guess you can. <laughs> it's a tough world that we live in, dude. It is a tough world. It's a strange world. It is strange. I don't know. Anyway. But that's why we have philosophy, Ben, to explain the unexplainable. To explain the unexplainable. To, to give us a, some a, a bit of a God's eye view on what the fuck is going on around God's here. God's eye know? view. God's eye view. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah. So what are we talking? I asked you. What is what is, what is so off-putting about a God's eye view? I just, that sounds like the coolest shit ever. I know, but it's from someone from Germany, and I know it's going to be, they probably died in some humiliating fashion, and it's going to... It's just going to weird me out. I actually don't know how he died, but don't worry. It's not humiliating. So before we fucking recorded this shit, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, hey, Ben, what are we going to learn about today? And Ben just laughed evilly <laughs> yeah. and said, it's a big one. Went, okay. <laughs> I don't really get that. But... No, you did not go, okay. You just went, oh. Oh, yeah. You just whined. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you whined <laughs> yeah. like a petulant schoolboy. <laughs> responded childishly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Pat, Pat Dean, my student, my yes. apt pupil, today you're going to learn about... <laughs> what? You're going to learn about Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. No. <laughs> so he has four names, and he is a monster, a fucking monster of 19th century philosophy. In a good way? I mean, in so many ways, dude. <laughs> he is a looming shadow on the entire landscape of European philosophy. He's arguably almost as big, if not as big, as Kant's. Um, really? Yeah, this is going to be like a Mecha Godzilla fight between him and Kant, oh, basically. Oh, no. Yeah. Who's, wow, I wonder who would win. Um, it's arguable. Wow. It's really arguable. I think Kant ends up winning, but Hegel gets some really good blows in. You know, one thing I can't argue. Get it, blows. Yeah, no, I get it. Oral sex. Uh, do you? Uh, which actually reminds me mm-hmm. of our spinoff podcast. 
Oh yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> that's right. So you guys over the over the winter break, we decided to give back, right? Because in oh, the, we're giving back in the spirit of giving. We decided who uh, and deserves, receiving who deserves more uh, help than than the givers, right? And right. specifically, we mean the givers of head. Um, <laughs> we are uh, starting a new. In addition to our Patreon yes. uh, experiment, where Pat teaches me a thing or two about a thing or two. It is a disaster. Yeah, we've also started taking questions and offering advice on our new spinoff Twitter account. And yes. we're going to start a new spinoff podcast. Uh, it's going to be just advice, sex advice, so for gross. for the ladies and fellas who like fellas. Yeah. It's uh, exclusively... Uh, geared towards uh, tips for fellatio and so, and and blowjobs. So gross. Yeah. So, so uh, disgust. We're so gross. Yeah. So go ahead and, and I think this is your idea. I think it's, I think you're. <laughs> go ahead gross. and reach out to us uh, on Twitter at Dome Improvement. Dome Improvement. <laughs> Dome Improvement. Ben asked me to follow the account. He was like, "Hey, do you mind following the account and retweeting?" It's like, for what? Like, we're not really gonna do this. Like, who's gonna ask us for advice? No on one that? has asked us any questions. No one's ever. No one emails us. No one. Uh, I guess sometimes people message us a lot, but I don't know about. Yeah, people uh, message us, but um. Yeah. If you have okay, so if you have philosophy questions, hit us up on Isle or Nothing. All right, that's fine. But if you have blowjob questions, <laughs> if you need expert blowjob advice, gross. Please reach out to us on a Dome Improvement. Dome Improvement. Dome Improvement. Just trying to improve your dome skills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let us know, I guess. <laughs> just let us know. Okay. So what the fuck is this guy's deal? Okay. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> That's what I say every morning when I wake up. I just go, let's just get this over with. Do you remember? Okay, so in order to talk about Hegel, we need to talk about <laughs> your favorite dude. Kant? Yeah. So do you remember anything from Kant? I just remember that he's like a pudgy virgin who just likes to I don't think he's that walk. pudgy. He was actually very fit. In my, in my head, he's fat. No, he's not. He's, in my he head, he looks... You know, you know who he looks like in my head? And I'm just now realizing it. Who? A slightly, like tubbier in the face version of uh curly from the three stooges that's what i picture whenever i, I picture emmanuel kant uh curly or larry the bald guy curly the bald guy yeah no he doesn't no kant doesn't look like that at all you don't know yeah i do know he's got he has portraits of him yeah but po- you know what they say art this was post renaissance so that shit was accurate as fuck well he looks like, you know what he looks like? He just looks like every random white guy who wore um, the, you know what he looks like? He looks like a, a garden gnome version of Jeff, of uh, of um, Thomas Jefferson. Wow. Or George Washington. Huh. Yeah. He just has that, that like, you know, that wig yeah. with the little rat tail and then it has little curly cues on the sides, you know? Yeah. That, like that kind of wig. Hey, do the they- The same s- kind of clothes, the, do, the, the do they coat. Still, do they still rock that in England? I think they do, right? Oh, kind of. Yeah, they like like barristers, like like barristers. lawyers, lawyers I and shit. I hate that word, <laughs> barristers. Just say lawyers, stupid. I'm so sick of them thinking they're better than us because alu- <laughs> aluminium and barristers. Aluminium is stupid as fuck. I agree with you on that. Herb. Oh yeah, you're a fucking herb. There's a there's um there's a fucking okay. This is so like tiny and petty. Sure. There's this uh, Eddie. Well, is so there, are you? There's. <laughs> Thing. We need like a gong or something for yeah. that. A cool guy gong. Um, yeah. So when I'm being really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so there's an Eddie Izzard joke where he like makes fun of Americans for saying herb instead of herb. And he's like, well, we British people pronounce it uh, herb because there's a fucking H in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. You remember that joke? Mm-hmm. 
and that always pissed me off because you got you guys are the ones who say an history, right? Not yeah. a history. Hello. Yeah. Hello. hello. This is an history of the French Revolution. An history. It's like no, it's a history, bitch. Yeah, come on. Anyway, so you don't pronounce your H's either. So fuck you, England. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Eddie is. Oh no, we like to, to selectively leave out our H's and then make fun of Americans for not pronouncing them. <laughs> Oi, it's an history of herbs. Our rule of pronunciation makes absolutely no sense and is used randomly. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. Fuck off. Oi, I've got some blood stew. <laughs> it's a bowl of blood we drink it every morning. It's cold. It's a cold bowl of blood. I'm the Queen of England, and every morning I drink a cold bowl of blood to start off me day, innit? There was someone showed me there was like some tweet that all these people were really pissed off at um the Queen of England's like like uh New Year's address or something. And what? she did it Yeah, it's like she's just like a cust or maybe it was like a Christmas address or something like that. She where she addresses the you know, the kingdom. The United Kingdom. Uh, and she she did it from her, like, salon, like, her, like, you know, nice living room. Yeah. And there was, like, a golden piano <laughs> behind her. Yeah. And then someone, someone, like, a lot of people were all pissed off at how out of touch she was. She's a queen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, are you surprised? She's at the queen, the queen of, of England. England. She's a queen of England for... Lit for no reason. <laughs> she's just the queen of England because of her. Uh, because who, yeah, who, she was born that way. She was born. She was born that way. She's the only, the only reason she's a queen is her parents fucked, and now yeah. she's a queen. Now she's the queen. I mean, like, also, like, it's how like, out of touch would you be? But also, like, <laughs> oh, I can't believe that there, there's a photo of her with, with a with a piano. Do you know where she lives? Yeah, it was in a palace. Yeah, it's like, called. It's in the name. It's in the name. It's called Buckingham that. Palace. Get mad at that. Yeah. Everyone on Twitter is like really bad. It's stupid. really strange. Everyone yeah. on Twitter is stupid yeah. and bad. Yeah. Yeah. Except us. Except at us. Dean, at Pat Dean and at Gristleporn. At Gristleporn. But don't forget, most importantly, at Dome Improvement. No. Reach out to at no. Dome Improvement for don't. all of your... <laughs> I'd rather you don't. Blowjab advice no, needs. No, I'd, r- I'd really rather you don't. Because I blow jab. Because I blow jab. <laughs> hey, get over here and give me a blow jab. Give me a blow jab. Um, God, imagine dating a guy from Boston. Is that how they Give me would a blow jab. Blow jab. Yeah. The shitty accents. Yeah, I guess. Hey, give me a beach. Do you know what it Hey, give me a. Hey. Who calls it a beach? Hey, honey. Hey, honey, give me a beach. My name's Sully. <laughs> I'm Sully. I'm Sully, the beach lover. You're blowing a guy named Sully, and that's how he talks. And you're just like, what is my life? Sucks so bad. You want to meet someone nice and settle down and, I don't know, maybe start a family, but no, not in Boston. No. But, you know, well, things we, change, ah, right? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, what are you going to do? Gonna do? So, who, so this fucking guy, so Hegel. So this fucking guy, Hegel. Georg, Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. God damn. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, some pretty good pronunciation there, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, you tricked me pretty well earlier. His so. name is his name is George, but it's pronounced Georg, um, which what? I think is really funny. Okay, you know what really annoys me what? about names <laughs> uh-huh. is that sometimes it's like, th- it's like, oh, my name's Robert. Call me Bob. No, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'll never call someone Bob if their name's Robert. Fuck you. I but won't do you that. You already do call a lot of people Bob, Who? whose names are Robert. People whose names are Bob. Okay, but I didn't know like about Bob Kusravi. His real name. Well, first of all, actually, well, that's not, that's not <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> Ben. <laughs> that you picked the worst, the worst example. example. Yeah, his real name is not Robert. No, Bob-ock. at all. It's Babak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Every once in a while. Yeah. So it's like um, 
Okay, but never mind. But you know My what I mean. My point is that, so there's that, and then it's like, anyone who you already refer to as Bob, Bob Kasravi aside, it, it, their na- their legal name is Robert. I understand that, but it, before I knew that, at, now that I know that- When na- did you find this out? It sounds like you just found this out I like live in a post-Bob truth world, dude. That's like the world that I live in. It's maybe it's a little too hardcore for the people like you. My point, Ben, is that, like, you know that fucking name? What's that name? What did you call it? A post-hardcore truth world? I don't know. What is your, uh, my <laughs> point? You already forgot. I don't know. I just talk. So fucking uh, goddamn the, the name Guillermo. Uh huh. It's like, oh, that's William. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's yes, it Guillermo. Is. It's that's a racist. No, it's not. You're being racist. No, I'm not. Yeah. I don't understand when it's like, oh, this Guillermo, because it comes from the same fucking word. It's the same name. Do you know what the Irish name for Patrick is? It's what? fucking Padraig. That doesn't even sound like Patrick. Guillermo. Yeah, has... but it's the same version. It's a linguistic version of of a of a of a of of a, of a name. And it blows. <laughs> My point is that I don't get it. I don't understand it. Where it's like you don't understand languages. Then no, I do. But it's like you don't understand that there are different languages. No, no, it I do. Sounds know that. like you don't understand no. why people speak different languages. I don't know why Greek men are all named Gus. That's a weird thing that happens. Explain <laughs> that, Mister High and Mighty. That's pretty funny. I don't get it. People will just be like, "Oh, this is just what my name means in this that language." That or Spiro, yeah, or like, yeah, or Stavros. <laughs> yeah, there's like a bunch of different like Greek names. I don't know. So my point yeah. is that no, that's not true. There's a lot of different names. There's there's no, Gus. it's all Gus. No, there's point- Zacks. There's a lot of Zacks who are Greek. There's what? a lot of Nicks. one Nicks. Nick is a big one. They're all Nick. And They're then all, it's like, oh, you know what? What you know? And and what's the equivalent in Greek? It's like, oh. You know, Nidalanapus or whatever, and it's like this doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. No, it's not. It is. So it's like it's <laughs> just a strange. Th- I just don't get it. It's odd to me. So if your name is Guillermo, just have your name be Guillermo. What is it in English? Nothing. It's not the same language. God damn it. What? All right. So Hegel. I'm not wrong. I think I'm actually you are so wrong. No, no, no. I have a tra- I have a track record of being right about these things. You no, you don't. I do. You can ask anyone. No, you don't. Ask um. I don't Who? know. Ask Jay. Jay. Jay, yeah. does Pat have a track record of being right? Could you stop yelling into the microphone? Oh, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Jimmy the Greek. Oh, yeah. Jimmy the Greek. Now, back <laughs> was back actually... in the day, they used to breed the big black together with another big was black. He, Remember was him? he actually Greek? Yeah. Was he? Yeah, I thought he, he just I... made that up. Well, I don't know. Oh, he got in trouble, though. For, for... talking about a big... Bl- he said, I believe he said a big black, I think is the exact... <laughs> I think that's the exact quote he said. Uh, and it was like... <laughs> I remember... I on some. I don't remember what radio show this was, but they were they were discussing Jimmy the Greek, and they were just saying, and like <laughs> videos of him... The, the, the famous video of him making that comment, that like really awkward comment. Well, I, th- I thought it was just something... He was saying something kind of nice where he was saying like, oh, they're, they're very like uh, athletically gifted, or you know, like that kind of shit. Okay, I'm going to read the exact quote. Also, okay. what's so funny about this is that... So I think it was Bill Byrd maybe was on a radio show, and he was saying that like, it's so funny in that video, you can see the other guys just like kind of like trying to get away from him as he's yeah. realizing what he's saying. I right, use a quote. <laughs> the black is a better athlete to begin with Ugh. because he's been bred to be that way because of his high thighs and big thighs that go up into his back and they can jump higher and run faster because of their bigger thighs. And he's bred <laughs> to be the better athlete because this goes back all the way to the civil war okay, so when during the slave trading, the big, the owner, the slave owner would, 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 would breed the big black to his big woman so that he could have a, a big, a big, a big black kid. See, that's where it all started. 
<laughs> it's what an insane thing to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Oh, right. guess what? Israel's name is what? Is it Gus? Demetrios Georgios Cyanidios. Damn. AKA James George Snyder. That's a nuts name, Demetrios. Big Black. It's yeah. it's the most awkward. Demetrios is actually Greek for Big Black, so <laughs> <laughs> it's also his favorite band. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a little it's a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, at least we're talking about a German guy. <laughs> I'm reading real quick. So I'm just reading this thing on Wikipedia about him. And the documentary, like, <laughs> this guy sympathetically noted that Jimmy often tried to sound more educated than he actually was, and that his comments were basically him trying to make a point about a subject on which he knew nothing. <laughs> The idea, cool. the idea of talking about a subject that you don't know anything about, and then it turning into this weird, like, just racial statement. Yeah, it sounds like this podcast. So weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sorry. So, so everyone say a prayer to Demetrius, Saint Demetrius, Saint Demetrius, the patron saint of I learn nothing. <laughs> Jimmy the Greek is a patron saint of I learn nothing. <laughs> okay. So speaking and commenting on something on which he knows nothing. Yeah. Here goes the Hegel episode. Oh, yeah. Um, so I... Man, I always feel like we have so much fun, and then we talk about the topic, and it just fucking... Yeah, so gigantic disclaimer here. I, I don't know much about Hegel. I did as much research as I could on him, but he's, he's notoriously difficult to read. Um, you know what's interesting is that you could have just been like... You could have just... Done what? Not, not done that. it? <laughs> well, so what? I wanted I to say. I just love the idea of like. this is a podcast about truth, okay? And I want it to be truthful. <laughs> like the idea of people listening to this be like, yeah, I learned something about philosophy. And the guy well, teaching it is like, huge disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> like, this might change your mind, but. No, I don't okay. Know what I'm this is, this about. is as best as I can. This is my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> this is my understanding Happy of Hegel. Happy New okay? Year. So, Hegel. Is taking a cue from Kant. Do Easy. you remember? Do you remember what Kant's whole deal was at all? And don't yeah, don't get into fucking. yeah, not fucking. Okay, Kant's main main deal was More uh, like Kant. Tr- transcendental idealism. Right. He he was talking about a critique of philosophy. Yeah. That basically goes down into what are the concepts that we use to create knowledge. Right. Yes. So <clears throat> before we would just kind of like assume that if we had a thought and it corresponded with like the reality around us. We would just say, oh, well, then, you know, the the content of that thought is just whatever is, right? Yeah. In the outside world. And but it also says, depends what the definition of is is. Yeah. Actually, that is like, I know you meant that as a joke. Bill, that, that William quote, Jefferson Clinton. But that, that enters into it because it's sort of the same idea. Like, you have to define your terms before you can really know what you're talking about. So that's why that question, what depends on what your definition of the word is, is. Yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> I hate to say this. It's a slimy move, but he has a point because is can mean several different things depending on context. Yeah. Okay. So what he's trying to get at, what Kant is trying to get at, <laughs> Clinton was trying to get out of something. So that's different. Which um, is funny because the whole, never mind. Because usually he's, <laughs> he's trying to get into something. Yeah, as I started to say, I was like, this isn't worth saying. <laughs> it's funny enough. Because okay. <laughs> he's a pervert. <laughs> really like a sex fiend. He is. What? He is he's a, sex a, he's a sex fiend. He is a sex fiend. It's just funny that, like, 
So he that like we've had helped, so many sex fiends as presidents. Yeah, he helped like broker peace in like Northern Ireland and shit. Mm-hmm. But, he, but all I all I think about when I think about Bill Clinton is just like gross sexuality. Yeah. <laughs> and then biting flagrant his lower lip. displays of sexuality, biting his lower lip. You he, know he, he loved bit his it. lower lip you so many times. He loved it, dude. He loved it, dude. Yeah. You know he didn't wash his hands after he. You, you know ew, he didn't. He ew. like didn't wash himself after sex for a while. Because he wanted to smell it, you know. Oh, <laughs> that's the kind of guy he was. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> anyway, Bill you heard Clinton, it here. Our forty-third president, no, forty-second president. I think uh, he was forty-second. I don't. Who cares? Anyway, yeah, forty-second because the current is forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love on Facebook or Twitter, and people are like, "We need to stop forty-five," and you're like, "Just." can use his name. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, it's like we're not counting. We know who this person is. I mean, is. we are counting, but like, we, you know, we don't give a shit. Or when people. Not, people like they didn't call Obama 44. No. Yeah. Uh, so like they uh, like or they'll be like T asterisk UMP. And it's like, what are you doing? You think you're cool because you're oh, censoring that's gay as hell. That we, well, sucks. OK, Ugh. but yeah, it's like um, that sucks. Yeah, it's like. uh it's just weird, and it's like, uh, or Whatever. or one thing that, that I've seen a lot, <laughs> this one guy must have this, like, permanently saved into his, like, copy thing online, <laughs> yeah. a copy key, because it's like, he'll write demo C, demo, and then rat in all caps, so it's democrat, like he's a rat for being a democrat or whatever, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? So, like, I, mean, I, I yeah, saw this sure, guy's comment. This guy wrote a comment one time on a YouTube video that I'm pretty sure had nothing to do with politics about how, uh, like, these Democrats with a big rat in it. And he said it, like, nine times. Yeah. Like, what do you... Why are you, you doing Do you think it hurts anyone's feelings? Do you think that hurts anyone's <laughs> yeah, you feelings? You know what? I bet it does. <laughs> I bet well, it hurts. it's the internet, so I mean, yeah. I bet it hurts somebody's feelings. That is very true. Okay. Let's get into this. Okay, we got we have to get into the I'm actual trying to. No, you're not. You're distracting me. No, I'm not. As usual. I'm being a friend. No, you're not. You're being you're being a bad friend. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't say I was being a good one. <laughs> okay. So uh so Kant's very important basically just because he started this tradition uh called critical philosophy where he starts doubting or or, or casting into doubt or questioning um you know, how exactly do the terms that we use in our own thoughts and our own concepts, how well do they match up to the outside world, to the objective world? Um, and uh, what his solution was basically was to say that, well, we won't ever really know what is uh, on the outside. We're never really going to know for sure what the noumena is, yeah. what the noumena are. So there's two different types of knowledge that you can have right or thought content uh there's or not thought content but like what is and you know and, and what we can know there's phenom- what is and what isn't there's phenomenon or phenomena right which is how our consciousness appears to us when it's met with outside input right interesting so when we have thoughts about when you have a thought like you know uh like tim is a mammal right because you see Tim, Tim is a cat. You know that cats have fur. Uh, they give birth to live young. Blah blah blah. That's what how you define a mammal. All that shit. So that's just how that sentence. Tim is a mammal. That's how Tim presents himself to your consciousness, right? But <clears throat> the outside equivalent of that, we will never really know if that's true or not, right? 
because we'll never really get access to outside of our consciousness. Yeah. Does that make sense that that part you can't ever you, you can't ever know for sure what's on the outside of your consciousness? I can't tell you how annoying that is to me because I think about that sometimes. That's what philosophy is. That's that's what philosophy oh, that's comes why from. I, I hate it. Philosophy comes from that annoyance because you want to know what is outside of your consciousness. I'd love to know. Yeah. Kant says I'm that dying to know. Dude. So Kant says that you can't really know. You can't ever really know what's outside of your consciousness. Well, I you will only that. know you will only know how your consciousness reacts to the outside world. Hmm. Okay? And the outside world, you'll never actually know the form of the outside world in and of itself. It's basically kind of you know those you know those things those like um uh those weird little like they're not puzzles exactly, but they're like those those things where like they're made out of like a bunch of little pins or little metal rods and then you can push your hand into them. Oh and you yeah, see yeah, the yeah. outline of your hand. Yes. Okay. So the You're out- saying that's philosophy. Kind of. That's mm. Kant's view of philosophy. The the, the outline mm. of your hand maybe that you was, get maybe I was wrong with this Kant guy. The outline of your hand that you get when you push your hand into the pins or yeah. whatever. Um the only thing you'll ever know is that outline. You'll never ever know your hand itself. If that's the metaphor kind of. Does oh, that- I know my hand. Does that make sense? Well, so Kant says that you don't. You only know the outline of those pins. Yeah. Do you get it? Oh uh, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. I get it. Because I, I was in philosophy mode, not in joke mode. All right. Well. But yeah. So your, yes, you masturbate a lot. Problem. We get it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's very funny. Very funny, Pat. You're yeah. masturbator. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I book a comedy club. <laughs> okay. So, but does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so that's what. Kant calls transcendental idealism. You'll only ever the only things that we'll ever know are these ideas, and these ideas exist only in our consciousness, and they only are caused by the effect of the noumena, which is the outside influence. What does noumena mean? Noumena, a, a noumenon is a, is the opposite of a phenomenon. A noumenon? Yeah, there's. It a sounds noum- like a pharaoh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So a phenomenon, a phenomenon. The plural is phenomena. I'm sitting across from a fucking phenomenon right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, I'm phenomenal. Uh, you're phenomenal. 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 Um, <laughs> um, now, a phenomenon is is just uh, something like a phenomenon. The experience that you get from yeah. your own consciousness. Okay. Uh, a noumenon is the corresponding thing that causes the the phenomenon. Okay. Okay, so that's like that's like your actual hand is the noumenon, and then the outline that you get when you push it against those little pins or rods yeah. and that thing, that outline that's the phenomenon. Okay, sure. <laughs> like shaking your head. I just I'm shaking so my head mad. because I don't get why these are, even have words. Because you need to refer to them somehow. What do you call the things that are outside of your phenomenal consciousness? I don't know things. Not pneumicon or whatever. It sounds like noumenon. <laughs> whatever it is. It sounds like it should be in fucking Okay, evil. man. It sounds like it should them, be in the evil dead Then or let's something. call them things. No, call them what you want to call them. I'm <laughs> I not don't want to call them that. I'm not here to it's, ruin it's, your fun. It's Kant. <laughs> I'm not here to ruin your fun. I'm here to Look, learn. Look, you can't ruin my fun, all right? Ooh. Ooh. Then he's back. <laughs> the kid is back. The kid is back. Oh! <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just love that you're wearing your shirt. Wearing I just noticed what, what's let's on your spoon tonight. And yeah. it's, uh, it's a it's a cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Let's yeah. spoon tonight. Has it ever worked? Uh, Yeah, dude. Do you ever like when you get home, 
<laughs> I look over at your lady love and you just point at your shirt and you go, huh? And you look so helpful. No, but I'm going to try it tonight. Hey, I can't wait to spoon with you later, babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> uh, just I know that like we're both pretty tired in the week, but babe, I really want to like carve out some spoon time because I feel like most relationships, spooning's important. Spooning's important. Okay, sorry, but spooning's important. I know that. You know, I'm a guy. Why and I are like you talking like this? Oh, I, I don't, don't talk like this. Well, yeah, I don't even know who that character is supposed to be. <laughs> spooning's important. Spooning's well, important. Well, it is. <laughs> I can't, I spooned a little late in life, so I feel like I'm really trying to make up You're for lost time. You're a late spooner? I'm a late spooner. <laughs> in high school, like all the... all Nick's the face is like... He's like... Ugh. Yeah. All the... Uh, in high school, you know, like the jocks were all spooning and stuff. Sometimes they even were like not. They were. I do not believe that they, they were. were. Sometimes the even jocks were spooning. Yeah, dude. Okay. So here. Okay. So let's. We gotta get to Hegel, all right? Because we haven't even gotten to the main guy. Oh yeah. So Hegel. Uh, just punch the I just book. Punch the book. <laughs> You're so mad about this. So Hegel, I got on the desk here. I got Hegel's Phenomenology of Spirit. All right. Okay, so great. He wrote this in eighteen. Well, he wrote it in eighteen oh six. Did he? Yep. And he published it in eighteen oh seven. You dick. Uh, <laughs> Just curious. Uh, Hegel. I don't know if I did the dates already, but he was born on August twenty seventh, seventeen seventy, and died on November fourteenth, eighteen thirty one. All right. Oh, okay. So we lived to the ripe old age of sixty one. Sixty one. I don't know why I said it like that. Anyway. It's a fun age. It's a fun age to be. It's a fun age. Fun age, 61. Um, so he kind of, he had this weird uh, position with Kant where he kind of disagreed with him, but he also was sort of uh, like taking his ball and rolling with it. The, you so know? they weren't contemporaries, right? They were not, they were not exactly contemporaries. I think... I mean, if they were, they probably were technically contemporaries, but I think Kant, I don't remember when, when Kant was alive exactly, but I think Kant died when Hegel was like a little kid, so it wouldn't have mattered. They weren't like, like they overlapped a little bit, but he, he only read about him in college. It'd be later. funny if like, he debated him as like a seven-year-old, That'd and that's really why funny. I hated him so much, because he just got owned so bad when he was like seven. Yeah. <laughs> His whole life has been about... Like trying to prove him wrong? Yeah. But he's like, it was like, well, just did, why did you start when you were seven? <laughs> Why don't you just wait? <laughs> yeah. like, he would have been dead by then. Um, I was like, all right, good point. So, All right, Hegel. Hegel's sort of whole mission, okay, let's get this out in the open first. His whole thing was trying to uh, reconcile our thought content, the shit that we have in our minds and what we have as concepts mm -hmm. to try to interpret the world, and trying to show how it does match up with the outside world. And he's trying to say that we can know the outside world uh, through our thought content, which is something that technically goes against what Kant says. Okay. Thanks. Now, the way he does this is he he kind of does this wild thing in logic where he contends, and a lot of people don't buy this, but some people do. Uh, he has this this method called the dialectic. I've heard of that. You have? What I don't is, know what it is, but... What, you don't know what it is? No. Okay. Can you guess at what it is? No. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd have something. Well. Because you took such a deep breath. So I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I feel like we really are railroading this, so <laughs> just <Yeah>. move on. <laughs> okay. So the dialectic is basically this. There's <clears throat> usually 
in logic, you're dealing with some very basic thoughts, right? Like you have the identity principle, which is like A is A, right? You have a contradiction principle where you say A cannot be B, right? Like one thing cannot be its opposite. Yeah. So not sorry. So I said A cannot be B. That's wrong. A cannot be not A. Okay. Right. A and not A cannot be the same thing and they cannot exist at the same time. Right. I've been saying that. Okay. Okay. Good. (laughs) Right. So Hegel kind of takes that idea and he mushes it into this idea of the dialectic where he says the dialectic is basically this. There are two things that are like opposing each other. There's a thesis and there's an antithesis. We kind of talked about this before. I'm sure you don't remember, but we talked about this before. I mean, I know what a thesis is. You know what a thesis is? You know what an antithesis is? Yes. It's the opposite of that thesis, right? Okay. So he says that there's a lot of conflict between thesis and antithesis. A lot. Yeah. Okay. But then what happens is instead of them canceling each other out, what happens is that their conflict drives this sort of weird energy that uh, from which emerges something called a synthesis. And that's how you get hashtag canceled, bitch. What? You know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Which I'm sure you have no idea what I'm talking about, yeah. so we're even. Right. Yeah. So the synthesis. God, I love when our powers combine. They just negate each other. It's not. We don't get any stronger well, or thing. smarter. They just. Well, yeah. So this is actually kind of. <laughs> it's weird that you say that because with our powers combined, we cancel each other out, which disproves Hegel's dialectic. Hell because, yeah, dude. Because nothing comes, nothing comes of it. Nice. But the idea that Hegel has is that you have an, a thesis and an antithesis, and in their struggle, it produces a synthesis. And a synthesis is basically a new category that subsumes both of these two more basic categories. Yeah. Okay? So one example that he uses is, uh, like, when you have uh, sense, pure sense perception... Or, or sense content, sense data coming into you. Sensuality. Yeah, and then you have perception, which is sort of an opposite of that, right? It's an unconscious opposite of that. Yeah. You get uh, a third uh, a third category, which he calls understanding, which is takes into account both the one aspect of, like, you getting just blind sense data and you perceiving things, and it combines the two into this thing called understanding, Right. So this is, Which very is what com- the world needs more of. Yeah, sure. Uh, I would argue, yes, you're right about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that happens throughout the evolution of of subjective thought and objective truth. Okay. Yes. You have these two sides that are sort of coming together to reach this pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a very, very, very like, um, like super boiled down version to explain what he's talking about in the phenomenology of spirit. Yeah. Okay. Because he basically says that there's two things: there's a subjective spirit, and then objective spirit, and they both lead up to absolute spirit. And so there's this teleological path. Do you know what teleological means? Um, what do you think, <laughs> Ben? So teleological. How could you possibly think I know what that means? Teleological comes from the Greek word telos. Oh, well, in that yeah. case. Yeah. Do you get it now? Yeah. Okay. So telos means end. They talk loudly. End or result. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> um, so a teleological process means it's a process that is going towards some goal. And so Hegel's logic 
through the phenomenology of spirit. Phenomenal phenomenology of spirit. Uh, it's <laughs> it's going through this process of understanding that reaches a goal, and that goal is absolute spirit, and that's the unity unity of subjective spirit and objective spirit. Yeah, the spirit being our phenomenal consciousness, and objective sp- spirit being the noumenal truth that Kant says we don't ha- don't have access to. At a certain point, the struggle between the two reaches a synthesis. Okay. Yes. All right. So, and that happens gradually, and that <coughs> happens over time. Yeah. It starts off with us as just these fucking amoebas, right? Who just have like, like you know, direct sense perceptions through our like cilia or whatever, you know, our little antennae, right? That like causes some mechanical action, and then as we evolve, we get more and more sophisticated. We have. Uh, more more theses and antitheses start fighting against each other uh, to produce new syntheses that cover both of them. And then the new synthesis turns into an, to a thesis, and then there's another antithesis to it. They fight, and as it goes, it's like a tree. It's like a... Not a tree. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Christmas tree where you have like a base, and then they start getting more and more refined as you get up to a pinnacle. Okay? Okay. And... The more and more you get from this, like, you know, earthy, bullshitty <laughs> categories into more refined spiritual categories, you get to this point. You sound like you're describing wines. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is the, this is what this guy kind of does. He's this is very highly spe- sommelier of philosophy. Yeah, he's he's it's highly speculative. This stuff is very highly speculative. It's, in my opinion, largely bullshit. But uh, why do you think it's bullshit? Because it's not based on any facts. It's based off of just his understanding of how historical processes uh, have developed. And remember, he was writing at the time of like the Napoleonic Wars. So he had no idea what was going to happen in the 20th century. So to him, everything just felt like everything was just progressing. Right. Like in his mind, we had started with just like, you know, base cavemen as bullshit. Uh, then we had like the Roman Empire. We had like feudalism. Then we have he's like writing at the time when capitalism is getting going like really well, and uh, all these powers, uh, all these like political powers, are sort of sort of getting more refined and sophisticated. There's like more of an understanding of the state. So he takes all of these examples from history so far. Like the state is something that's pretty new when he's writing. The idea of the state, like the nation state. Yeah. Right. And he says that the state is the product of uh, this struggle between these antithetical uh, camps, like different different families and different nobility structures, different feudal structures, they're fighting each other, right? Um, but as they're fighting, they're losing more and more power, and that power is kind of being siphoned off into this higher state called the state, right? The I loved po- that show. The political state, yeah, the the state, you know, from what MTV was that one where it was? Yeah. But anyway, so the state, right? That that hilarious sketch show. Is, Reno nine one one, Canton. Out of that. Yeah, Viva Variety. Yep. Right. Stella. Uh, Stella. Stella. Stella sucks. Um, you don't like them? I don't like Stella. Um, I think they're fucking pretentious. But uh, so well, I, th- well, I think you're a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I fucking hate you. That's what I think of you. <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> Was that a joke or was that 
Just you being me. Honest declaration. <laughs> my thoughts about. Okay. My friend Ben. But the point is that these are all manifestations of spirit. And ultimately, he means when he says spirit, you know, he means God. Yeah. These are all manifestations of God showing themselves right in different ways. And they're all leading to a unity. So basically, it's like God is broken apart at the beginning of time. Yeah. And God is like kind of building himself back up through these different manifestations of consciousness. Right. So like a family, like when you say like, oh, I'm a family or I come from a from a long bloodline of a very powerful family. That's one form of consciousness. Right. You conceive of yourself as a member of this family. Yes. Okay. Through the Renaissance, as these families fought with each other. Right. And feudalism declined. uh, What started replacing it was the state. And then you start thinking of yourself not as a member of a family anymore. Now you, you think of yourself, well, I'm a citizen of the state, right? That's how he conceived it anyway, even okay. if you don't think so. But again, so this is why this shit is all very, very speculative and is incredibly arguable in my case, in my opinion. Okay. But he basically says that you get these higher and more refined visions of consciousness of like what what a individual human being is considers himself to be a part of. And what you can consider yourself to be a part of, right? So you're going from, like, just yourself to your family, to your tribe, to your state, to your society. And then finally you get to a point where you're just like, oh, I'm just a a part of God. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just one manifestation of God. And he says that that's going to happen. And you believe in this. No, I don't. Hmm. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in in Hegel's shit at all. Here's what's interesting. Okay. So guess who was hugely influenced by him? Ah. Uh, While you're guessing, I'll be right back. Let me think about this. I'm assuming it's a German guy. I'm assuming it's a it's a guy because again we all know about Ben and his reluctance to try to feature uh, female philosophers on the show. It's a uh, kind of a dark stain on this uh, on this podcast. I mean, it's definitely not a female. She wouldn't get this, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh who it was a german guy though you're right goddamn mr god is dead himself no close though oh it's another guy who contended that uh religion is bullshit hmm all right dick nixon <laughs> that would be wild how funny would that be <laughs> i happen to agree with george <laughs> hegel <laughs> hegel George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel is my favorite philosopher. Yeah, Dick Nixon. <laughs> Just an unshaved yeah. madman. <laughs> yeah. Guy hated his shit. I also face. would like to uh, express my my fondness for that particular beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, it wasn't. It was the Dick Nixon of um of left wing politics at the time. Karl Marx. Karl Marx! Karl Marx. Marxy baby. Marxy baby. Loved Hegel, right? And he loved his really? idea of the dialectic. Again, the dialectic being the struggle between two antithetical positions leading to a third, more sophisticated category that subsumed the, the other two. Dialectic okay. sounds like a very uh, 90s conscious rap group from like New York. That, that's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it does. It they does. hang out with like De La Soul and yeah. stuff like that. Be Di- down with dialectic, and yeah. then it ends. It all the K, all the C's are are, are uh, switched out for K's. Yeah, yeah. Di- dialectic. Yeah, okay. dude. That is like the most '90s 
conscious yeah. rapper thing I can think of. Yeah, I bet Talib Kweli loved them. Yeah, yeah. So what else about this guy? Okay, so Marx took Hegel's dialectic. Yeah, and took this whole process of like how spirit goes from a a base a base level to a, a higher sophisticated level, right? He what he does what Marx does is he flips it on his head. Okay, and he calls it dialectical materialism. He says instead of okay, so something I should have mentioned way earlier. <laughs> oh no, what? Okay, so Hegel's whole philosophy is 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 within the tradition of German idealism, and German idealism, basically, what that says is that uh, the only thing that's real, the only thing, the only thing, the only way that reality is expressed is through idea. It's through um, ideal forms and material, material like actual like. You know, like the things that we can feel and touch and hear, all the shit, is uh, is uh, a side product of what's ultimately like spirit. And spirit is like idea, okay? It's like a, a, an ethereal category that exists beyond us, sort of like the platonic forms. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever you say, ah, yes, it's... <laughs> It's an indication of something that you vaguely remember that we talked about before, but that you still have no idea about. <laughs> like, you still don't know what that is. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man. That, that, we have known that, each other for far too long. Yeah, because that you ghostly just nailed ping it. of recognition. Yikes. <laughs> I nailed with a goddamn wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so, so the thing is, is that what do you think about idealism? Like, do you agree with idealism? I think it blows. Do you really? I, I'm asking you sincerely. You'd have to recap it again. Idealism is the idea that the only way reality is expressed is through idea. An idea, again, is like, is it's this substance that's not like material stuff. It's, it's noumenal. It's like in your thoughts. I don't it's, know. I guess. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, you know what? Sure. Okay. So, or, or would you prefer the... Oh. Or would you prefer its opposite, materialism, which says that the only thing that is real is matter? Well, no. No? No. You don't, wait, what do you mean? I don't agree with that. You don't agree with matter? With that philosophy that you just said. I, 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 I mostly agree with matter. So you're I'm a materialist? Pretty I'm a pretty good, I'm a pretty agreeable guy. Are you a materialist? No. Are you an idealist? I'm me, baby. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm Pat Dean. That's fair, actually, that's fair. Yeah. So kind of a rogue. <clears throat> Karl Marx thought that idealism was bullshit. You're not a rogue. <laughs> I think I am. Uh, I'm dashing. Karl Marx was not an idealist. He was a materialist, but he really liked he really liked Hegel's technique. Yeah. Right. So he took Hegel's technique, uh. and he yeah he watched him fuck, and he's like, oh, Ew! I, I, I like the way Hegel fucks, right? God damn. Even though even though I don't agree with his with his actual philosophy. Yikes. I like the way he lays pipe. That's so stroke I'm gonna his, uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and take his idea and and flip it and say that instead of like spirit instead of it, it being spirit that goes through these processes of dialectic, right? Um it's just uh material consciousness and class consciousness that goes through this process. So what you have with Marx is instead of like, you know, spirit or consciousness going through this process from, like, individual human being to, uh, you know, a, a, a tribal society to a state society, blah, blah, blah. It's all about where where are the means of production being being uh, 
controlled, right? The people, man. Well, no. So that's the thing is that no. At first, what? it was it was uh, a feudal system, uh, and then it became a capitalist system, <laughs> and then eventually it's going to lead to a communist system, right? Nice. But you, the 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 dialectic that's going on here is that you have like master and slave, master and slave fight against each other in a feudal society. Okay. Eventually, their struggle leads to the arrival of a new class, which is basically the bourgeoisie, which are these like ex-slaves who learn how to amass their wealth and control the means of production so they can like, you know, sell shit more uh, in a monetized system. So that becomes capitalism. And then in capitalism, that's the new synthesis, right? You start seeing a new split. You start seeing a thesis within there and then an antithesis. The thesis is the bourgeoisie, is that original class, right, that found out how to amass wealth. That original class. Class. And then the uh, the antithesis is the proletariat, which are the people who are being used to manufacture all these products to sell. I'm down with those guys, man. Okay, you're down with those guys. So so is Marx, okay? Nice. So they're fighting each other, and eventually what's going to happen from that is a classless society where... Uh, everyone owns the means of production, and it's not just owned by the select few, which is what happened in capitalism. We mighty few. Yeah. So there's that. So that's that's kind of Hegel <laughs> in, in a nutshell, in as much of a nutshell as you can get it in. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So you're but so you think he's he's shit. I don't think he's shit. I think he's so his, his you think philosophy, he's fucking shit. No, he's one of those guys who thought so much and he wrote so fucking much. And a lot of his stuff is really monumental. I do like his idea of the dialectic. And as a process of thought, I think it's really valuable. But his account of how spirit manifests itself in the world through this historical process, I think that's bullshit. But hmm. I think that there's a lot of interesting stuff that Hegel has. Interesting. Yeah. But you think it sucks ass and you hate it. No, I like him more than I like Kant, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Well, because I think he's more creative, at least like his stuff is more interesting because it's cool. It's like it's the idea uh, essentially that he's getting at is that we're all going to end up being God at some point, which is tight. Yeah, I don't. That's too much pressure, man. <laughs> that is so much pressure. It is a little bit too much pressure. I don't think it's going to happen. So there, so you're good there. Um, but I think it's a nice thought. That's the th- that's what I like about Hegel. I think it's a nice thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you sum him up. Yeah. Nice try, stupid. Uh well I guess yeah, that's I guess that's uh, I guess that's that I think we that's Hegel that's my that's my feeble attempt at interpreting Hegel we've solved the is, riddle I'm telling you one of the most monumental figures in all of European but philosophy. why is he so hard to read because he's German it's all the really fucking boring. Germans do this and yeah he's boring he's wrote you want me to read a sentence from it I'm gonna flip to a sure. random page okay. What if, what if it's what if it's just that Jimmy the Greek quote? That'd be really <laughs> just, funny. You open that up, would be so funny. The big yeah. black was bred to what the fuck? Yeah, but in a German accent too. The big black is uh, <laughs> you know it's like oh that oh, sounds no. worse. Saint sounds, Demetrius, no. Okay, let me let me start here. Okay, the manifold self-differentiating expanse of life. Jesus Christ! With all its detail and complexity, is the object on which desire and work operate. This manifold activity has now contracted into the simple positing of differences in the pure movement of thinking. Essential importance no longer attaches to the difference as a specific thing or as consciousness of a specific natural existence, as a feeling or as desire and its object, whether this is posited by myself or by an alien consciousness. 
What alone has importance is the difference posited by thought, or the difference which from the very first is not distinct from myself. Is this the w- one sentence? <laughs> yeah, that was one sentence. <laughs> well, that was second, one. That's two sentences. Well, that's still that's a hell of man. Do you have any how pissed I'd be if I was in a class and the teacher was just like saying all that shit out loud? I would be like, I, "We're paying you." Here, let me let me read this part. The universal ethical beings are then the substance qua universal and the substance qua an individual consciousness. That's one sentence. Their universal actuality is the notion and the family. While they have their natural self and operative individuality in man and woman, in this content of the ethical world, we see achieved those ends which the previous insubstantial forms of consciousness set themselves. What reason apprehended only as object has become self-consciousness, and what the latter possessed (sighs) only within itself is now present as a true objective reality. I'd rather get chopped up by helicopter blades than hear that <laughs> sentence again. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck you. Why did you do this? Because it's funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it blows so bad. It blows. It blows. Oh, no, it blows. There she blows. <laughs> oh, I'm from Baltimore. There she blows, there huh? She blo- Speaking of there she blows. What if you saw? Remember to check out Dome Improvement on Twitter. Yes. What if you saw a... <laughs> Pirate from Baltimore. You know what? I bet there were a bunch. <laughs> I bet there were a bunch. Hey, what's on the st- starboards? Uh, oh, oh no, matey! Oh, oh no, no, they're gonna make me walk the plank. <laughs> <laughs> Captain said I can't have any more natty bow. <laughs> natty bow. <laughs> you know what's so funny is that so whenever you say natty bow in a Maryland accent, everyone always thinks you're talking about natty light. Like that slang for Natty Light, and it's not. It's just its own beer. Yeah, I, I I didn't even know it was its own beer. Natty Bow. Natty Bow. Oh no. Natty Bow. Oh no. Oh no. There's too much oh, Natty no, Bow. There's too much Natty Bow in the boat. Oh, I'm in the boat, and there's too much Natty Bow in this boat. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to um. be. Um, I'm not trying to be like. I'm not trying to be a downer, but we got too much Natty Bow up here in this boat. Not trying to be a downer. I'm not trying to be a downer or nothing, but... All right. Well, that's uh, Georg Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. He, I give him a zero out of ten. Zero out zero, of ten Dean Zero Dean Mans. <laughs> zero out of... The first, the first zero... The first, I think that's the first zero rating we've given. Really? We, we, we don't always do it very often. No, we haven't done it in a while. Yeah. So, I believe that's the lowest rating ever. Yeah. Kind of sad. Sort of, sort of a... Uh, I kind of thought that you'd hate him. Kind of fucked with his legacy a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to recover from this. Well, you know, a lot of times the um, <laughs> the heirs of, of these philosophers will contact us begging <coughs> for us to give uh, a favorable review. They, they, they've they tried to bribe us with money and uh, gold and frankincense yeah. and all this stuff, and we refuse to take it because we have... We have integrity. We have integrity. We also have pronounce it. We also have integrity. I don't know what that first thing was. Uh, <laughs> we have pride. We have hope yeah. for a uh, battered nation. You know? Yeah. Do you have any, have, have any shout-outs? Let's end this with some shout-outs. Shout-out to... Who are you shouting out today? I'm going to shout-out uh, Michael Park, door guy at the Velveeta Room. Shout-out to him. Okay. And shout out to Raul. 
Raul is a guy who kind of works there. Who has I don't really get how it works. Okay. I'll tell you off the mic. Okay, fine. Also, I, I had a really terrible thing I started to say that I caught myself on. I'll tell you about that. Okay. Too. So you actually out? have to tell me this because you have so many times have almost said something horrible on yeah. this. And it's then you're bad. like, I'll tell you later. And it's then we bad. both forget. Yeah. Okay. Who are you um, shouting out? Uh, my lovely girlfriend, Nora Franklin. Oh, yes. Shout out to her. Who's Nora Franklin? Franklin. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, and uh, you Shout know what? To, to my buddy, Brett. Uh, Brett. Yeah. Uh, Brett, because he needs it. <laughs> Shout out to Brett. Does he listen to this? Uh, no, probably not. I don't think he, anyone. No, sometimes he does, actually. I don't think anyone we mentioned listens to this. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, whatever. We don't need that. What a trap. You know what? I take it all back. Yeah. You know F- what? Fuck, fuck you, guys. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Roll and Nora. Fuck you. Most no, of no, all, I still love you. And baby. Brett, <laughs> Brett, I don't really know you yet, but you're on thin ice, pal. Yeah. So, been. I guess that's. Uh, that's the podcast. That's it. That's episode like 73. Georg Wilhelm Friedrich. We've really uh, accomplished a lot here. Yeah. Uh, again, we do have a Patreon. Five five measly dollars. I mean, how yeah. many dollars five is shekels. that? How many dollars is that? That's like, it's only that, five. That's like three pounds. Yeah, three pounds. Yeah. Something I've been trying to get rid of for quite some time. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, so anyway, five bucks. get rid of three pounds? Be, well, hey. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I, uh, yeah, check it out on there for more hilarity. We've been discussing a lot yeah, of... And uh, philosophy and, and truth. Yeah, so check yeah. it out. Uh, uh, or if you want to save your hard-earned, blood-soaked dollars, you can just go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. Write Eat Book underneath yeah. it. Yeah, just give us a five-star review. You don't have to give a- us an actual review. Just write Eat Book. Just write Eat Book. Also, um, yeah. please, and it's been a while since I've had to say this, Please find uh, the Heights School for Boys on Facebook, uh, where me and Ben met low those two decades ago. Give them a one-star review and say, um, stop throwing books at Ben Sholock, or a five-star review and say, continue to throw books at Ben Sholock. Yeah. What would you do if you got like a package from the Heights and said, return address to Heights, and you're like, what the fuck? And you open up the package, and a book comes flying at your fucking face. Would you be mad? I th- no, I wouldn't, because I, w- I would think that's so funny. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because what, is it like a spring mechanism of some sort? I don't know. They're right. Opus Day, dude. They got fucking. They got witches. They yeah. got stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and do that. What else can you do? Uh, you can check out the Lanolax Corporation, another podcast that I do with my good buddy Aaron Brooks and a couple other rotating uh, groups of people. Uh, Ben's on it too sometimes. What else? Yep. Uh, if you listen to this, the day it comes out, and you live in Austin, come to Spider House Ballroom on Monday. We're doing a show. Shit's golden. Hell yeah. Yeah. I host it with my friend Chris Telos. We talked about him earlier. Uh, so check us out there. Uh, yeah. Write the review. Follow us on Patreon or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I learned nothing on, on Twitter. Yeah. I learned nothing on Facebook. Uh, and of course, we are going to find the man who stole I learned uh, nothing yes. on Instagram. We're Forgot going to. about this guy. Yeah. We're going to read him Hegel to death and uh, <laughs> 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 just watch him starve to death. And. Um, yeah, until then, you can follow us on I Learn Nothing uh, podcast on Instagram. Also, yeah, and again, go to our Patreon for $5 a month. You get an extra bonus episode uh, every week for where Pat teaches me a thing or two about a thing or two. The next one we're going to do is about an absolute psychopath, so please stay tuned for that. It's, I'm pretty excited about it. Yes, and look, guys, times are tough. Times are hard. It's important. In these crazy, turbulent times, Ben, mm-hmm. to 
to just take care of each other. Yeah. Keep on thinking hard. And if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. Sorry, guys. You're going to hell. Th- them's the rules. And you're staying there. Yeah. You Forever. Know Forever. I take it back. Don't take care of anyone. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> you don't need them, right? <laughs> Other people? Fuck them. They're fucking jerks. International.